Yeah, so we're going to be discussing, as we've mentioned uh, prior, the parts one through three of Piranesi uh, by Susanna Clark. Piranesi. Piranesi. We're going to talk like this the whole time. Hey, I got got another for you, Ray. (laughs) So that's uh, Piranesi, the other and the prophet. For those of you playing the game at home. So, um, so yeah, uh, I think we discussed a little bit about this uh, in the in the sort of like the the planning episode or what have you. But uh, Piranesi came out like in September 15th, 2020, uh, right in right in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, and apparently, you know, this was a long awaited book by uh, Susanna Clarke. Um, and so, you know, it seems to have gotten pretty much, you know, almost unanimous rave reviews amongst reviewers. However, would you be surprised, Kurt, to hear that on the other reviewing site known as Goodreads, there are people giving it one star? I am not surprised. And I suspect that those uh, reviewers on Goodreads have been speaking to the villainous 16 (laughs) and their minds have been infected by untrue facts and they have lost sight of their love of knowledge and reason and science. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, like this, this right here, this, this review I'm going to uh, read out is going to drive you <laughs> to capital M madness. Imagine, imagine that you are reading this in a bedraggled uh, journal. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> On the 29th day of the eighth month, the Albatross came to the Southeastern Hall. Uh, a reviewer on Goodreads gave it one star. I rarely write bad reviews, but this was one of the most boring and repetitive books I've ever read. Halls, vestibules, statues, albatross, halls, vestibules, statues, albatross, and blah, blah, blah. So goddamn boring, tedious, and overhyped. This is the kind of book that puts me in a slump. (laughs) <laughs> I, I love that he's I understand that I'm in the minority here. Most people have given this five stars. God knows why. <laughs> God does know why. It's because it's a great it's a great book, at least so far. Perhaps so far. Perhaps the remaining what is it? Uh there's like I think there's nine parts. Is that, uh, seven. Is seven, seven parts. So perhaps the remaining uh f- uh four parts are uh all bad, uh per- perhaps, but I would dispute one part of that review, Carlo. The first sentence would say, I rarely write bad reviews. Now, I haven't read any of these, any of this individual's other reviews, but I would suspect they write many bad reviews. They may just not think of them that way. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading one right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you, you best start believing, you best start in, bad believing in bad reviews. <laughs> You're writing one. <laughs> yeah. No, I completely disagree with everything in that. And you know what? Even if even if exactly what that's what that review said were just literally true, all the things it says, albatrosses, vestibules, halls, I love all those things. <laughs> these are just a few of our favorite things. <laughs> these, are, these are wonderful, yes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I uh, I have to say that I, I was like a little dismayed. Uh my God, there there was one that went into like, oh, it's obvious she's uh she's alluding to the fact that the uh that I, I what was it? Amnesia and DID was what Piranesi was was suffering. I'm like what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> 
Well, uh, no, I think that uh, I think that Piranesi is in a parallel universe <laughs> that you, that destroys I mean, your memory. That's what yes. the book is about. I mean, you'd think that the the two epigraphs at the beginning would give you some. <laughs> Like one of them is made up, which I love. I, I didn't realize it was made up until I started reading the book. Uh, and one is by none other than C.S. Lewis uh, for from The Magician's Nephew. Mm -hmm. I am the great scholar, the magician, the adept who is doing the experiment. Of course, I need subjects to do it on. And um, and so the 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 funny thing is that right from the get go, Clark is giving you like allusions to other works mm -hmm. uh, and immediately upon that i was like oh yeah the magician's nephew this this is like instead of the wood between worlds this is like the eternal mansion between worlds or something mm -hmm. like that uh yeah the the conception of just where this is taking place is really wonderful um and you know we'll we can we can talk about that more fully but at least the the notion that we have heard so far in these three sections is that it is essentially a space between worlds where forgotten ideas drain out of the world and and remanifest in in some way so it's it's essentially the the informational substrata of the universe or at least that's 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 the understanding that we have thus far heard um and i, mean, I suspect i suspect it may be revealed to be somewhat more than that or less than that who knows but well uh, based on the the description you just gave uh, kurt and the amount of marble statues throughout oh no he live he lives actually in return land <laughs> yeah yeah oh I, I was gonna say he lives in uh uh deleted twitter posts from, from 2016 <laughs> he, he's on the, he's actually traversing the the wilds of the internet archives yeah this pathways. is this is what's on the uh the more like this section when you scroll too far <laughs> down below a tweet <laughs> oh no <laughs> hey everyone what you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode to hear the rest and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. Patreon.com slash podsidepicnic.